0: Welcome to the Global Economic and Markets Research Podcast. My name is Belinda Allen and I'm a Senior Economist here at Combank and today I'm joined by Gareth Erd, Head of Australian Economics. Gareth, good to have you on.
1: G'day, Belinda. How are you?
0: I'm good, although like you, we've been beavering away looking at the latest inflation print uh, and for once it kind of came in a little bit softer than expectations, albeit a very high number.
1: Yeah, very much so. Mm-hmm. The headline number did come in a little bit uh, less than the market expectation and it, it came in very uh, close to our print yeah. actually. We were looking for 1.9% on the quarter and the print was 1.8%. Still extraordinarily large numbers. But I think most analysts thought the risk to the inflation numbers today was to the upside and what we ended up getting was a, a print broadly in line with, with where the consensus uh, had it pegged and, and certainly what we were looking for. Um, obviously that, that big number was enough to push the annual rate up. Uh, the annual rate now sits a, at an uncomfortably high 6.1 per cent and the core rate, or the as measured by the trim mean, uh, which came in at 1.5 per cent on the quarter. Uh, means the annual rate there sits at 4.9%. But I think what's interesting is that if you look at the past two quarters, there's actually been no acceleration in the pulse mm-hmm. of inflation. Um, the, the annual rates have ticked up because of a base effect. But actually, if you look at the past couple of quarters, while the rate of inflation is very strong, it hasn't actually further intensified even though the annual rates have picked up.
0: And that's even different to what we're seeing in a lot of the major advanced economies, where we have continued to see an acceleration in the the pulse of inflation in those Mm. countries, and that's led to really aggressive tightening by a lot of those large central banks. Now, we'll talk about what the implications are for the RBA shortly, but let's just talk about some of the key points in the data, because I feel like the same components of inflation keep coming up. We keep hearing about, you know, the cost of building a new home, food prices, petrol prices, uh, and this time around we've had clothing and footwear prices. The the basket uh, continues to lift in terms of the number of components, you know, increasing at a larger rate. But, But what's really driving inflation at the moment? Is it those kind of few components or is it broadening out?
1: Look, it's it broad to an extent, mm. as in most things are running a little bit ahead of the RBA's target of 2 to 3%, but some things within the basket are growing at an incredibly strong rate. And, for example, the cost of building a new home yeah. is basically running at 20% through That's the huge. year, which is extraordinary. And there's no way the pace of... of growth in prices there will continue, particularly as new building uh, will come off. So when you unpack the basket, uh, what you can see is that a lot of the things that households have to buy uh, are actually growing in price and, and the, um, the ABS refers to that as non-discretionary inflation and that's running at 7.6% yeah. higher through the year a- and within that you're picking up you know, the housing component of the CPI, you're picking up a big lift in food prices. Uh, A lot of that's outside of the control of the Reserve Bank, particularly given we had the recent floods across the east coast of Australia that have put upward pressure on fruit and vegetable prices. Uh, Obviously petrol prices have been going up and they, they were up again uh, in Q2, given what's happened with oil prices because of the war in Ukraine. And clothing prices actually picked up too. Yeah. And I think that's um, reflecting the fact that a lot of us didn't buy clothes this time last year because year we before. went into lockdown. <laughs> yeah, very much so. So I think people are just out there um, basically buying more clothes than they would usually because they didn't buy them uh, for the last couple of years and that's put some upward pressure on prices there. So what I think is was particularly interesting is that when you split the CPI by goods versus services, mm. what you can see there is goods inflation is running at almost eight and a half percent over the year, whereas services inflation, which is very um, strongly po- positively correlated with wages prices, is running at just a little bit over three percent at three and a quarter percent. So that suggests to us that you know, we're not really in a wage price spiral. Uh, we'll get an update on wages soon. And you know, relative to a number of other countries, even though inflation's uncomfortably high, we're doing comparatively well to the extent that it hasn't got out of control.
0: And that's uh, we, we do talk about that in our full note, which you can read on our uh, research website. But when you look at, say, the charts of Australia's headline inflation measure, uh, which ticked up above 6% compared to those other countries, there is still that big differential there. So just looking at some of the other numbers, US headline inflation at 9.1%, 9.4% in the UK, 7.3% in New Zealand, 86 in the yeah. Eurozone. There's still a good couple percentage points between us and a lot of those advanced economies. And it comes down to, as you said, that wages story. So looking at wages growth in the US, that's well above 4% at the moment. And despite our tight labour market, we're not just seeing that broad-based wages inflation and feeding back through into prices that we're seeing in other countries.
1: Exactly right. And I think we'll see that confirmed in a couple mm. of weeks in the Q2 wage price index. Um, and the other thing to note is that we're actually having a higher inflation target than those countries which you just mentioned have, have got uh, rates of inflation that are higher than us here in Australia. So I think the task facing the Reserve Bank is not as great as it is in in uh, for a number of other central banks and the other thing too is we've got a household sector that's more highly leveraged so as the rba pushes through with further rate hikes you know that will have a more e- immediate impact in terms of slowing growth in prices by putting downward pressure on demand uh relative to to some of those other countries and i'd probably just add there too given i brought up the reserve bank We shouldn't forget that none of the uh, interest rate hikes that have occurred over the last few months, so the 25 basis points in May, the 50 in June, and then the 50 again in July, had any impact Mm. on prices over the the June quarter. So nothing in the data today was actually picking up the impact of rate hikes. And I think even in the September uh, quarter, inflation figures again, they won't be impacted by the RBA's policy tightening given inflation's a lagging indicator. So even though the data looks optically uncomfortably high, um, we need to just be cognisant of the fact that the, the policy tightening that the RBA has delivered and will continue to deliver um, will eventually slow growth in prices. It's just too early to expect it to see to see anything in the data.
0: That's a nice little segue into the outlook for the Reserve Bank. So I think it's safe to say leading into the print at Mm. 11.30 today, there was some cautiousness about if we did get a strong print that could put the RBA in an uncomfortable position of wanting to do like a big move in August. So the board meeting is just next week. But with the data coming in at 1.8%, which, as you say, was probably a little bit softer than consensus, Mm. uh, it, it probably does take the RBA needing to do a 75 basis point hike? It probably puts that 50 really as the base case scenario.
1: Yeah, look, I think it does. And, and that was always our view anyway, mm. heading into the August board meeting, um, given that inflation is printed broadly in line with our forecast, which was therefore consistent with a 50 basis point hike. Uh, we're more than happy just to stick with that 50 basis point hike. Um, it's, it's worth... Just reminding listeners that the Reserve Bank uh, of Australia meets far more frequently than many other overseas central banks. So when we're moving in clips of 50 yeah. in consecutive months, it's, it's the equivalent of the Fed doing back-to-back 75s in terms of how much gets delivered over, over a few months. So 50 basis point hikes are already... Uh, bigger yeah. than usual hikes. And I think given today's inflation numbers, while strong, uh, wouldn't have come in any stronger than the RBA themselves were expecting, yeah. based on what Governor Lowe recently said about inflation expected to get up to around seven percent by year-end. So I think um I think that's all supportive of the idea that next week at the board meeting they they move by fifty basis points. They'll obviously then a few days later produce some updated uh, economic forecasts and that will probably help give us a steer on where we think they're going um, in terms of tightening for the rest of this year. But all up today, uh, that's left us feeling pretty comfortable with the idea that the terminal rate is still relatively low given what the market's got priced. We're still looking for a terminal rate of around 2.6%. And to get there, you're looking at a couple more 50 basis point hikes and then a 25. And I think um, the data today leaves us, because it was higher, but not ex- and because we didn't see a further acceleration yeah. in the pulse of inflation, we're feeling pretty comfortable then on, on where the RBA is going.
0: And a lot of that has to do with our inflation outlook as well. Mm. So the headline rate's at 6.1%. We have it drifting a little bit higher from here to around six and three quarter. But it still caps out lower than what we've seen offshore as well. So if we think about between now and the next few months, what's going to continue to drive inflation higher from here?
1: Yeah, look, I think I think um, I think the other thing too is that the RBA is not just going to continue to respond indefinitely to high inflation prints. What what they'll also be concerned about is the outlook for flate, uh, for yeah. inflation and they're cognizant that it is a lagging indicator so I think as we see some of that other data which is more forward-looking turn and a lot of it already has um, and without getting too pessimistic here <laughs> consumer sentiment data looks um, pretty horrible at the moment yeah. yeah very much consistent with a major negative shock or a recession. Um, There's evidence in our internal data that discretionary um, spending is is coming off a little bit and further rate hikes are just simply going to put further downward pressure on demand. Um, So it doesn't mean in the near term the RBA is not pushing through with some more rate hikes, but I think um, it is supportive of that view that they won't end up taking rates too high like what what the market has priced given the impact it will have on the economy.
0: And not to mention the fall in home prices that we're already seeing come through as well. Like as you said, there's a number of different Mm. indicators that we're watching that's picking up a moderation in the Australian economy. And as you said, inflation's a lagging indicator. So while we're going to continue to get a lift in inflation from here, it will start to peak
1: later this year. Yeah, that's right. And look, given we're recording this on the day the CPI dropped on Wednesday afternoon, and and we know that the, the Treasurer... Uh, On Thursdays and tomorrow, we'll be delivering an updated set of economic forecasts. It's probably just worth highlighting that they'll probably, the government will have a profile for inflation where their annual rate continues to lift, uh, much like we have and and much like the Reserve Bank will put out. But that doesn't actually mean the inflation pulse is further accelerating. Uh, A lot of that is going to just be a base effect due to lower numbers dropping out of the annual calculation and that being replaced by higher high numbers. So it's worthwhile just kind of thinking that even though optically it looks like inflation continues to lift, it'll probably be the case that the rate of those quarterly um, prints starts to ease.
0: Gareth, it's been a, it's been another big day in terms of economic data, so appreciate having a chat about inflation and the outlook for the RBA. It's going to be another big week next week uh, with the August board meeting.
1: Absolutely. Nice to chat.
0: Thanks. You can read our full write-up of the CPI print for the second quarter twenty twenty-two on compbankresearch. com. dot au.